Hello everyone and welcome to the weekend preview. This is for the start of March 2022 and I'm going to be previewing today some of the biggest games of the weekend. Um, so football matches, now I haven't done this before so this is the first ever one so this will be slightly different to the other ones but what I'm going to do is if this goes well I'm going to carry this on as a series. So if you guys like this, if you guys find this podcast helpful, let me know. Email me, info at Betfair Trading Community, and just say, Martin, I want you to carry on with this part of the podcast. Um, because I think it's going to be really valuable to you guys. I also think it's really nice for you guys to kind of look behind the curtain and kind of see my thought processes when I'm analysing games. Um, because it's not necessarily something that comes up very often or that's something that's you know I've put on podcast or video very often. So this is going to be a very unique thing, very different to my other podcasts, very different to my YouTube videos, my other YouTube videos. I will do this as a series on YouTube as well. So if you want to watch it as well in a more condensed form there, then please do. Um, but the beauty with podcasts is that in general, we can kind of elaborate a bit more and go in depth into my thoughts on the big games. So I'll pick three matches this weekend. Um, there's kind of a couple of criteria I use for which matches I'm going to pick for this. One is that they've got to be big games, right? And they're definitely big games when I've picked. I'm not necessarily picking every single big game or the biggest of the big games and um, the reason is that I actually want matches where I can see things where I can see potential value where I can see potential angles because you know I, I could talk about I mean one one match I was going to talk about this weekend was Spurs versus Everton because I think it's a fascinating match and it's definitely one I'll be watching and looking forward to as a spectator the problem is when I looked at it did the analysis on everything I didn't really see any angles that interested me as a trader you've got two you know you've got one team Spurs who are real yo-yo side and then you've got Everton who've just been really awful but are getting a little bit of a manager bounce at the moment with their performance at Man City but just not enough really for me to commit to anything that I'd be interested in as a trader and I think that's important I think one message I want you guys to take away from this is that you shouldn't be forcing trade you shouldn't be just trading something because you're watching the match or it's a match you want to watch you should be selecting matches that really suit your style of trading really suit and, and kind of show value angles to you and I'm going to explain those a bit now so the first game I'm going to talk about is Leicester versus Leeds okay now, this, this match intrigues me because of the fact there is a new manager for Leeds. So we might get the new manager bounce where Leeds suddenly perform a lot better than they have been. The only worry I have with that is that I've noticed recently the manager bounce doesn't seem as strong as it once was. Has anyone else noticed this, that teams are getting new managers and it's not necessarily leading to a dramatic improvement of form straight away. I mean, I can think of ones like, say, Eddie Howe at Newcastle, where actually there wasn't a great initial uh, manager bounce. What, what happened, what has happened is that over time, as he's managed to bed in, they've actually had some good performances now. But at the start, it wasn't particularly like that. So it's not necessary that necessarily true that you're going to get this massive manager bounce Steve Bruce went into West Brom you know Steve Bruce no matter what you think of him he is an established you know high-end championship manager he has done well and got teams out of that division many times okay so I know people like to knock on Steve Bruce and that's fine he doesn't play a style of football that everyone likes but his experience at that level you know is essentially a second to none 
And yet, he's really struggled. There's been no man. So I think the trend now is that maybe it's not quite as easy just to go in to players, say, right, we're changing things, you better start playing for me, and then they do. I think maybe that's something we need to be aware of. But at the same time, there is still some you know, element of a manager bounce. Um, you know, I think Dean Smith going into Norwich, maybe it took a game or two, but he did get us a couple of wins. He did get us playing a little bit better. So... Yeah, just something to keep an eye on. Maybe that trend of manager bounce isn't quite as strong as we're led to believe. Um, two really out-of-form teams here with Leicester and Leeds. It's a similar game in some ways to the Spurs-Everton one for me, um, where the home team, you know, they've been out of sorts, but you kind of think they'll pull it around. And the away team, you're just really not sure what's happening there. Both averaging around a point a game. So Leicester at home average about a point a game at home. Leeds the same away from home. It's funny because actually, you know, Leicester seem to be a little bit better of a team on the road. Um, but Leeds do lose half their away games. So that's something you want to keep in mind. Um, Leicester win 41% of their home games. So it's not it's not a tiny amount. It's obviously not a huge amount either. Um and especially for a team that are odd, trading at odds on, you know, you look at those two things and you think, should they actually be odds on or should they be around 2.1, something like that? I'd probably edge more towards the 2.1 mark. But the problem with Leeds is, and the reason they are odds on, is that they concede three goals away from home on average. So I think the actual number is about 2.67. So it's crazy high, like really high amount of goals conceded away from home. Um, you know, and just it's very difficult with a team like that. Um, and I think sometimes you, you, when you look at these stats, and you know, Leicester also concede a lot of goals. You're looking at two of the worst defenses in the leagues, and uh, in the league. And I think the thing you start to look at in that case is overs, right? And actually, a lot of their games have been over three point five goals. Three point five goals currently trading at two point four six. I would have that closer to evens, maybe 2.1, 2.2. So there is some slight value there for me. Now remember, as a trader, and this is important to remember and learn about me, is that I'm looking for value opportunities. I'm not looking for something that's definitely, definitely going to win. You know, because otherwise I just end up backing 1.1 shots, right? What we're really interested in is value. So, you know, something here that's 2.46, I think there's marginal value there, but I'm certainly not convinced it's absolutely going to win you know going for 3.5 goals can be difficult you know we need four goals in a game so at that price i think it's slight value i think it's marginal i think it's one of those you could either take or you you don't have to um i would verge on the side of saying there's good value there what i'd want to see early in the game is that there's a lot of attacking intent and that price might bounce a bit in the first five ten minutes so it might be one to look at where you go okay I'll look at the early price and then maybe the over 2.5 goals might come into play if you get a situation where first five ten minutes there hasn't been a goal the over 2.5 goals price bounces up towards evens then I'd be more interested in it what I don't want to take is really short odds on over 2.5 goals um, and if Leeds look up for it you know I talked a bit about the fact they've got a new manager if he can install something in them early the 4.4 price being offered will become appealing, as will laying Leicester at 1.84. So just keep that in mind. And by the way, another caveat I should add here is that 
Um, I've just taken a Betfair odds here today. It's Thursday, so you know odds are going to change potentially, and you might not get the same odds as what I'm quoting here. Um, don't be annoyed. It's just you know I, I have to record these in advance. Obviously, I can't record them on you know half an hour before kickoff. Look at team news as well. That's another thing to mention. Something that. I guess these are a couple of things that I almost automatically do, so sometimes I forget to mention them, but just make sure you're checking the team news. and That needs to become an automatic part of your trading process, you know, um, especially on things like this where we're trading more towards trends. It's not necessarily something that's come up on a filter that said we should trade this. So we do need to take kind of more due diligence in that sense. But yeah, that's kind of my opinion on that game. I'm going to leave that one there. I think there's some interest. I don't think there's huge obvious trades. I think there's some value there. Right, the next game I'm going to look at, the massive, massive Manchester derby this weekend. Probably the biggest game of the weekend. Um, Manchester City playing Manchester United. Going to be an absolute cracker of a game. Really looking forward to this one. Um but interestingly, when I look back through the stats, there's one thing that stood out. Now, you guys will know, if you've followed me for a long time, you'll know I'm not a both teams to score guy, right? It's not a market I've really had any interest in. Part of that is the fact that I've, and I've realized this today, and I might have a look at maybe creating a both teams to score filter, but I've never really looked for both teams to score no. I think when you're backing both teams to score, and I bet this is true with bookies, People are nearly always backing yes, right? I don't think this is a market people go to and go, I'm going to back no on both teams to score. And I'm talking in general. Obviously, there will be a few people, but I'm talking in general here. I think this market was created to take advantage of punters who just go, I don't know who's going to win, but I think they'll both score goals. And actually, it's a lot harder than people realise to work out when teams will score, both score. Because... You might think there's going to be a goal, going to be goals, and the scoreline scoreline might be five nil. There's been five goals. Yes, you were right. There were goals. Problem is, you've lost your both teams to score bet because both teams didn't score. Now, in this Man City Man United game, in their last six matches against each other, both teams to score no has won six times in a row. So what that means is that one team is winning, or it's a nil nil draw. But the fact is, both teams are not scoring every game. Now, with Man City playing Man U at home, I think there's a really good chance of this happening. That there will, there might be two, three nil to Man City, um, or nil nil, or even you know, smash and grab one nil, Man United win. Um, I think that's less likely, obviously. Uh, but we have seen this before. You know, we have seen this before with Man United playing Man City, where Man City are much a better team. I remember one with Pogba when they won the game. So it's not inconceivable that Man City will take their eye off the ball a little bit here. I think the only thing that makes me think that might not happen, though they might be really fully focused here, is that Liverpool are starting to put a lot of pressure on them in the league. Whereas before, it felt like, you know, when Man City lost to Tottenham, it felt like it wasn't that big of a deal for Man City. But now you feel like they, they should be switched on. But yeah, so I really like this as a trade. And again, I think both teams to score no is 2.04 odds. So you're looking at the last six games. I actually think this should be slight odds on. Um, you know, so again, it's a value play. What I'm looking, I'm always looking for is value, right? 
and I do this in every aspect of my life you know when I go shopping when I buy something I'm always looking for the best value I can get so really good practice and a really good principle for you to put in your life no matter what you're doing find the value you know go and get a value situation you you really should be doing that because it's such a good practice for your Betfair trading it's not just about um, you know anything else in that respect so Man City have had five clean sheets in the last six games. So the reality is, you know, there's a good chance this that Man City keep a clean sheet here. It's interesting with United because, you know, everyone assumes they've been awful. Everyone assumes their form's been terrible. But actually, they haven't lost in their last eight league games. You know, which for a team that are getting slated is actually quite good. Um, yes, they've had a lot of draws. But it does show that they can keep games tight. They're not. It's not like they're getting smacked by anyone. Um, so that's something to bear in mind here. You know, the media is telling you that Man United are the worst team in history at the moment. But actually, when you look at the stats, it's not quite the case. Yes, they haven't been brilliant. I'm not saying that, but they haven't been awful. And the thing is, if Man United do look like they're in this. That 9.4 on them to win is going to look tasty because, at the end of the day, you know we know odds like that. We only need to use small amounts to make a good return, and all you'd need is Man United to kind of get a smash and grab goal. Which how often do we see that happen in football? So, watch the flow of the game here, and if Man United look good and don't look completely overrun like they did last time they played Man City at Old Trafford, and I remember watching that game, and they were lucky it wasn't six nil at half time. I think De Gea had one of the, it might have been the best goalkeeping performance I've ever seen. And I'm not a massive fan of Man United or De Gea. So for me to say that is quite a big statement. But I think that was the best goalkeeping performance I've ever seen, you know, in a live game. Um, incredible. So, yeah, I think that 9.4 could become attractive. It's one of those things to keep an eye on here. Um, now, the third match I'm going to talk about. I'm going to take it away from the Premier League here because there is an absolutely huge game in the Serie A this weekend. Now, I'm someone that loves my European football. I love the European leagues. One thing I love about Betfair Trading is that it will start to teach you about all the other leagues. You know, when you get your filters and selections in your trading strategies on the software, it's great. I love trading, you know, the Swiss leagues, the French leagues, the Spanish leagues, all these different leagues and learning about these teams that you hear about, but you don't really know much about. Um, but the Serie A is, is probably the league outside of England that I follow the closest. And it's an absolutely huge game this weekend between Napoli and AC Milan, okay? Napoli versus AC Milan. Top two teams in the Serie A at the moment. Um, now, bear in mind, this is when I'm recording. Inter play on Friday night. So you might listen to this and Inter Milan are top. Um, but they would only be top by a point. I don't think that lessens the importance of this match in any way. Um, and what I've noticed is that a lot of the, big team, the games between the big teams in Serie A this season have been draws. So it is probably most likely that it's going to be a draw this game. And at 3.45, I actually think that's, a, that's not a bad price. Okay, That might be a price you're interested in here. But if you want to look a little bit bigger, 1-1 um, is 7.0 plus. So basically saying this only happens one in seven times. Well, the reality is actually, when we look at these bigger games in the Serie A this, this, this season, 
you know, Napoli versus Inter, 1-1. Juventus versus Napoli, 1-1. Milan versus Inter, 1-1. Milan versus Juve, 1-1. Okay? Three of Napoli's last eight league games have been 1-1, and Milan's last match was 1-1. So actually, I feel like that's quite a generous price. I'm surprised it's not a bit shorter, maybe in the 5.0 range or the 6.0 range. I definitely think it's a value play. Now, will it win? Well, we know the odds are against you. In any correct score prediction, the odds are against you. But I'd be surprised if 1-1 wasn't a very tradable scoreline because, you know, think about it. All it takes is, let's say Milan score a goal and they're the away team. Um, the 1-1 odds are going to come in a lot. And the fact is, if the goal is scored kind of late first half or early second half, the odds on that are going to come in a lot as well. Um, I mean, the last match these two played was 1-0, and it was nearly 1-1. It was actually quite a controversial offside decision. I went back and watched the highlights again today, and there was quite a controversial offside decision where basically a guy was lying down, <laughs> basically had been taken out by the defender, I think, or like, you know, one of those kind of scrimmages when the ball was coming into the box um, and the ref gave offside well he wasn't really in the frame of play whatsoever so it was a it was a very controversial one so again that could have been 1-1 one, one. so I really feel like this is a nice tradable scoreline and I'd be surprised if there weren't opportunities to take a, a nice green on that scoreline during the match under 2.5 is also tempting here um, I think it's around 1.9 I haven't actually noted the odds down which is annoying to me right now um, but their last match was 1-0. A lot of these games are finishing 1-1. So I would be I would be looking at under 2.5 as a potential option. Um, another one is, if you get a situation where there is an early goal, under 2.5 will become very tempting to me. Because what tends to happen in these games when you get an early goal is teams will often shut it down a bit. And it gets very tight. And it stays very tight. One goal doesn't open up these games a huge amount in general. So, you know, and you're looking at this top of the table clash. We don't know how a Napoli and AC are going to react. Well, what we've found is that they're both kind of getting a little bit edgy, getting a little bit nervous about the fact that they've got huge chance to win the Serie A this year. Um, so that's something to consider. Now, I think both these teams are being underrated in the outright market. And I'm going to mention the outright market here um, because Milan... now. The annoying thing on Betfair is that the outright market is, has just got no real money in it. So there's just huge gaps and it's it's not really worth trading it. But if you have got bookmakers accounts, if you're one of the you know very lucky few who still got their bookmakers accounts, I'd look at Milan at 5-1. to Because I've checked on Odds Checker, or I'm looking at it right now. Milan are currently 5-1, to one, which I think is a very good price. Um, now, they might lose to Napoli this weekend, but it's it's far from the end of the world if that happens for them. Still 10 games left. They'd only be three points behind Napoli um, and one point behind Inter, although Inter would have a game in hand. But I've looked at the fixtures, and Milan's fixtures aren't crazy tough after this weekend. Um, one team you should not sleep on, really should not sleep on this market, is Juventus. And they're 18-1. to 1. With sporting index at the moment, eighteen to one. And I just checked on Betfair, and you can lay them at fifteen, right? So if you're clever, get an Arbin, um, go and back them at sporting index, and then lay them at Betfair. That would make a lot of sense to me. 
Um, but I think people are starting to realise Juventus are in this. I think at the moment they're seven points behind. Um, but you know, let's let's think if if this becomes a draw and in, and Juventus win this weekend, suddenly they're five points behind, ten games left. They they are in good form. They've been winning a lot. And the thing I like about Juventus is that this is a huge price. So you literally need to put pennies on. We know it's not got a great chance of winning. But I think this should be much closer to 10 to 1. Maybe even 10.0 on Betfair. That might be how I price it because I really think they are the type of team, and we've seen them do this lots of times before, where they could run the table and just win their last 11 games. And I think that would be enough to win the title. Inter, AC and Napoli have been dropping points like Bilio. You know, unfortunately Juventus have been dropping points as well. But not quite at the same rate as these other teams. And if Juventus can string some wins together, it'd be really good. Um, what I've noticed with Juventus as well is they've probably made the best signing of the transfer window. Now, guys, you guys who kind of follow, um, you know, world football and look into wonder kids and things like this, um, this Vlahovic who plays for, well, he played for, sorry, Fiorentina. He is an incredible, incredible striker. He's he's 21 and he doesn't look 21. He's one of those guys who looks about 28. He looks in his prime already. He's been scoring so many goals in the Serie A. I think he's already got two last weekend for Juventus. And he scored in about what, like a few minutes when his Champions League debut, well, I assume it's his debut. I don't know if Fiorentina have got there recently. Um for Juventus and I think they paid 50 odd for him I mean it was an absolute steal it will be the bargain of the transfer window because um, I think he could have slotted in at somewhere like Man City and I'm really surprised they haven't gone for him maybe they really think they're going to get Haaland um, you know I'm sorry to go off topic a little bit here talking about players and transfers and things but I know you guys listening you know, are probably just as passionate as of, about football as me um, but yeah, I really like him as a forward, and I think he will he will help them get points. And he's you know they played Empoli last weekend, a game that actually on paper they probably wouldn't have won a few weeks ago because Empoli did score twice, and Juventus have not been scoring frequently. Um, but Vlahovic scored two goals, and he was the difference, and that's given them potentially two or three more points than they would have had. Don't sleep on Juventus. This this eighteen to one is value. There's no question about it. Now, again, like I'm talking about with value, it does not mean they're going to win. But I'll tell you what, for the pennies you have to invest to get a good return, I think you're going to have some interest here. Um, and I've looked at their, their fixture list, and it's not that difficult. They, you know, it's very, very um, possible that they could win 10 out of those 11 games. And that might be enough to win the title. I think, in fact, it probably would be because, like I say... Milan, Napoli and Inter have not been just steamrolling steamrolling teams. Um, you know, Napoli I think had a last minute penalty and they've had a couple of last minute winners in their last couple of games and you know, Milan have been struggling to close out games and Inter just look really really just turgid at the moment. I don't know where the goals are coming from, you know. I think relying on Dzeko is a bit of a worry at his age. And, uh, you know, so Inter odds on to win the title. And I tell you what, I'm, I know I'm an Inter fan. I love Inter Milan, but I'm not confident about Inter at all. 
Um, I'd love to see Napoli win it because I've never, you know, obviously in my lifetime they haven't won it. And uh, it would just be an incredible achievement. And something I feel they deserve because they've been so prominent in the Serie A for so many years without really winning much you know i know they've won a couple of cups but they've not won the title which is what they really want um and actually you know really passionate fan base as well apparently a beautiful place naples never been there myself i'd love to go there one day anyway guys i'm gonna leave it there that's my weekend preview for this weekend's football hope you've enjoyed this if you have like i say please email just quick isn't it you can do this off your phone i mean i can send you an email in 20 seconds off my phone info at betfair training can you just say yes martin i love the weekend preview anything about it any feedback if you if you hate it email me tell me martin i hated the effing um weekend preview never do that again but please email me um because i need some feedback i need to know if this is worth me doing and you know if you guys are responding well to it all right guys thanks for listening i'll be back with another podcast soon